Welcome to Arnie's birthday Zoom with Ryan Carrig, and that face does not need any introduction. That's a, a face of a great boilermaker and Ryan. And, and uh, first of all, happy birthday! We're actually recording the night before, but it's it's coming birthday thirty four, and uh, uh, that's that's as I recall, that's a really good age and a good age to uh, uh, be be starting some new a new professional life as well. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Uh, you know, very excited. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, this, I was excited for this birthday because it's going to be my first one not playing and not having to right. uh, practice. So uh, it'll be different. You know, it's, it's been a long time since I haven't had a football practice to practice in on my birthday. So this is exciting. Yeah. You know, one thing I always ask is just about, you know, growing up and I and, and whether it's growing up in Muncie or, or family traditions or family traditions. You got a, a wife and three children. Uh, anything that they do that's a, that's become a Kerrigan tradition that you that you do on your birthday each year. Now again, it's been hard for the last umpteen years because you're always in the middle of camp typically. But uh, how has that been celebrated? At least going back to your childhood. Uh, I mean, usually growing up, I, I lived right next door to the community pool growing up. So usually yeah. we just went over the pool, swam. My mom would make me a birthday cake and. Nowadays, it's it's a little different, you know. I, I haven't. Uh, it's it's always during football season, so uh, for me, it's it's been. Yeah, you know, I'd always acknowledge my birthday and try to have something a little special. Like, you know, my wife usually makes me a nice dinner, and um, and but now with, um, sorry, I'm. Nope, you Oh, I lost you. Hold on. Nope, I lost you somehow. Welcome to our Arnie's birthday Zoom. Ryan Kerrigan, a young-looking 34. Uh, happy birthday to you! It's actually recording the night before. Uh, really exciting time is a change in your life. Obviously, your NFL career is uh, uh, coming to end. You're going on a, a new a new phase of your life and a new experience on your birthday. No football camp and no and no getting ready for football season. That's a, a, a positive and maybe a challenge too to to get used to that. But uh, tell us a little bit about that and uh, and that excitement of uh, moving on to the new the new phase with the Washington Commanders. It's exciting, very exciting. I you know it is different to know that I don't have to practice uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So that's that's pretty nice. And and it's been nice this training camp to wake up each morning knowing I didn't have to hit somebody. Um, that was, uh, that's been part of my life really since freshman year of high school, you know, going, going back to two days at Muncie central, it's, uh, you know, it's, that's been my birthday. That's been, that's been how I celebrated my birthday was, uh, was a practice and a day of meetings. So this year will be a little bit different, but I'm, uh, I know, but that's, that's a good thing. I think. What uh, made me go back to your childhood in terms of when you did, when you were, even before football, were there family traditions that you were able to to celebrate? And now, do you have big plans for for the birthday? Just uh, with with your wife and family. I, I know you got a work day tomorrow, but uh, how will that all transpire? Um, you know, I, I'm sure my wife will have something uh, something nice uh, for me. You know, whether you know a nice dessert or. Uh... You know, I, I, she usually cooks for me on my birthday, which is really nice. She makes really good Italian food, so ah, uh, so so hopefully that's on the docket. But uh, going back to my childhood, it was I, li- I grew up next to next door to the community pool, so I was I was just always at the pool, and uh, whether it's my birthday or just any other summer day, so that's yeah, that was that was my tradition was just being at the pool. Yeah, good good way to spend it, and uh, at the tail end of the tail end of the summer. 
an important thing to be able to do. All right, tell us a little bit about you know your your new role uh, and uh, with the Washington Commanders. They're obviously still involved with football and uh, still a big part of your life. But uh, tell us what now is your new day job and what's keeping you busy with that. Oh, Coach Coach Rivera gave me a pretty cool opportunity to do a little training camp, you know, job shadow, informal, you know, internship kind of thing where I'm kind of getting the rope, learning the ropes of uh, of being a coach and whatnot. And so I'm, it's fun getting to interact with the, the the coaching staff and also the players with uh, from a different through a different lens. You know, being a being a teammate of a lot of the guys for so many years, and now to you know be able to look through a coaching lens is pretty cool and. I'm I'm just I'm really grateful for the opportunity that Coach Rivera has given me. It's it's been it's been a fun couple of weeks. You think that that's you want front office work or coaches or coaching or would you prefer the you know general manager type stuff? What do you what do you see for yourself? You're just you're just trying to figure that part out at this point. I think just trying to figure that part out. I mean, I, I definitely like interacting with the players. So the coaching uh, the coaching route seems more more up my up my uh, up my alley, but. You know, we'll see. We're, we're uh, like I said, this is just a, a good opportunity and a you know fun experience to get to you know get get my feet wet into coaching and and uh, and see where this goes. I, you know, I commend you greatly for after twelve. Not that you had a short career because you didn't. It was it twelve years in the league, uh, if my math is correct. And you decide at, at, at not an overly young age, but what, what turned the table for you and made to say, Hey, this is time for my next phase. Was it just the, the process and the uh, looking ahead? Was it to what, what really was your, what were the main things that you focused on when you guys made a family decision to do this? I had had a knee injury back in 2013, which was my third year in the league. And um, really since that, it's been just kind of a, slow wear and tear of my knee and it just got to a point where I just I couldn't I couldn't mentally anymore do it physically and if that makes sense and so um you know because if my my knee was still in good health and I would have no problem still training and you know hoping for a call at the end of training camp once rosters became more clear but um the fact that I I talked to a couple doctors and they just they were pretty blunt and pretty clear about the the state of uh, state of things going on with my uh, my knee and and so I just I had to listen to them and um, you know it's a it's a bummer but at the same time I was able to play eleven years and um, and that's a that's I mean if you would have told me that growing up I would have thought you were crazy so yeah. you know, I'll, I'll I'll take that for sure no question and ten years with one team is quite a tribute to your to your longevity. All right, we want to talk a little Purdue football and, and uh, George Karloftis, who's credited you, and you've had some relationship with him uh, uh, maybe in his Purdue days, but now as the Kansas City Chiefs, I saw he got his first uh, sack in, in a, in a uh, exhibition game. But what do you like about him? I mean, you know defensive ends. You know what it takes to play that position. Well, you didn't play that in the NFL, but but you still played a lot of that that type of format. What do you like about him uh, outside of uh, his, his ample athletic ability? he just, the guy loves ball. I mean, I remember meeting him as a freshman and some of the questions he were, he was asking me was like, wow, like you're, you know, you're 18, 19 years old and you're already this far along mentally as a football player. And you're already asking me things that like, I'm, I just, you know, I I learned like well on in my NFL career. And so just to see his, his football acumen and his desire to get better at football were, have really struck, you know, really resonated with me. And, 
really made me proud to, proud of him because I know all the work that he puts in. And so for him to have the career he had at Purdue and then to become a first round draft pick, you know, it's, I feel like he's very, he's been very deserving of that. And uh, uh, it's just cool to see. I mean, I got to see his first sack the other day, which was, was really neat. And, um, you know, get that first one out of the way. Now you can just, uh, now you can just, you know, ease on, ease on through now. And so it's, uh, I'm proud of him. He's been awesome. Yeah, he's, uh, I know he looks up to you. He talked about you many times in his in interviews when we had opportunity to talk to him. Ryan Kerrigan, George Kaloffis, the last uh, two first-round picks from Purdue, and uh, that's quite an impressive and important feat. All right, Purdue football, uh, uh, you, you know this is a player opportunity you, you got to strike when it when it's when it's there Purdue has it has is predicted to be any somewhere in the mix in the in, in the west division and they certainly had an exciting end to last season with the nine and four record but doesn't get any bigger than Penn State when the Nittany Lions come to sep- on September 1st talk about just what that what mentally if you're looking at this team what it needs if you were going to give them a, a post-practice talk or a pregame talk what would you tell them well, I, I mean, I just think having Penn State as your first game Thursday night under the lights like that, it doesn't get any bigger to start the season. I mean, Penn State's been a team that's been a really tough, tough opponent for Purdue for many years. I mean, we, yeah. I lost we lost both the games we played against them when I when I was at in school. And you know, they're a they're a blue blood program. If you can if we can you know, open up the season against them and get a win, then that's going to do so much for the confidence of the team moving forward, you know, to do in front of the home crowd would be huge too. Cause then, you know, you're going to, that's really going to motivate, I think the, you know, the fans to you know continue to turn out the rest of the season. And I just, I think it's, it's such an awesome opportunity for the players and coaches to have Penn state in the first game. And I'm sure it's been a, a driving force, you know, throughout the summer conditioning throughout training camp and something that's been at the forefront of their minds, knowing that, they're opening up the season with an opportunity to really get people's attention. Well, you're going to have an opportunity, I guess, to see Purdue on October 1st when they come to your neighborhood uh, to College Park, Maryland, and the Boilermakers will take on Maryland. Maryland, But it is a crazy world of college sports these days. Would you ever think you'd see USC and UCLA in the, in the Big Ten, NIL? Ryan, you'd have, made, you'd have made a lot of money just selling cars in Lafayette, I'm sure. But uh, crazy world. What uh, – what do you have from your perspective? Uh, how do you, how do you make it all that up at this point in time? Or is it, is it, as a player, is it just, you got to focus on the next snap? I mean, I don't know what, 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 what would be your advice as you look at all the, all the distractions that can be out there now? I mean, ultimately, yeah, you got to focus on the next snap because if you're trying to, you know, take advantage of your NI, NIL, you know, marketability, the better you play, the more marketable you're going to be. So you gotta, you gotta keep the main thing, the main thing, and your performance is the main thing. And, you know, I mean, if, the, and if the, a lot of these guys are able to take advantage of, you know, of, of, of their, their marketability and their, their time to strike while the iron's hot, then, then more, more power to them. But yeah, USC and UCLA uh, <laughs> joining the big 10, that's, uh, you know, so much for the regional, uh, regional aspect of conferences. Yeah, it's crazy, but even I'm still getting used to Maryland and Rutgers. Heck, I'm still getting used to Nebraska being in the league, and uh, uh, it is a new world out there. All right, we're going to let you go because we appreciate your time so much. You've always been so gracious with us at Golden Black over the years and provided us with uh, a lot of great moments and a great person to cover, and you're an even better person 
than you are a player. That's the, that's the Ryan Kerrigan. I know. So what a credit you are to you and your family. Enjoy your birthday. 34. Remember is really young. You're a young man. Still, you got a lot to do and, uh, and we look forward to watching you do all those great things down the road. So best to you and uh, hope you have a great birthday and thanks for taking the time to join us. Thanks Alan. Appreciate it.